Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the BNB Podcast. This is episode 39. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. And I'm your other host, Brody. Oh, you remembered your name after all this time. Yeah. Thanks, Tyler. Uh, and I'm welcome. your third host, Brody. <laughs> <laughs> We're joined again by also, Kyle. Also known as Kyle. Hello, everybody. Kyle. Kyle, the garbage man. Uh, do you want to explain to everybody your uh, recording situation, Kyle? Um. Well, I mean, just ima- just imagine um, a very disgusting-looking unbathed man uh, lying on a heap of garbage, and that's that's what my voice is coming from. So, so Jesus in a trash that. pile. Pretty much, yeah. Dirty Jesus in a trash life. pile. That'd be an interesting painting, honestly. <laughs> get, get on it, Michelangelo. Yeah. Speaking of Jesus, we're all here to talk about why we're all voting for the Christian Heritage Party this election. Yeah. So, Brandon, why I, hey, have you I chosen was the really... Christian Heritage Party as your... Um, You're jumping way too like... far into this. <laughs> First, we start right. with a dad joke. I'll, I'll... I'll, oh, dad joke. All right. Um, man, I'm kind of worried I've said one of these before. Okay. Okay, here's one. All right. Knock, knock. But, oh, no, not this again. <laughs> don't do the audience interaction. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. Knock, knock. Who's there? Two. <laughs> Two who? To whom? Fuck off! You did that last time! <laughs> Wait, that, I did that last time? Yes! Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> guys, I gotta tell you, I don't really know any other jokes. Well, that's why we had that bot, Kyle. I put a dad joke in the fucking <laughs> Shit. How All many right. lions can you put into an empty cage? One after- one. After that, it isn't empty anymore. I fucked it up, guys. Okay, let's just... Let's fucking oh, I fucking call Wait, wait. I got another one. Yeah, we're done recording. We're gonna cut it. Okay. <laughs> That's why we stopped. So, there... Two sailors are standing on a boat. Um, one has a pack of cigarettes, but he doesn't have a lighter. And he asks the other sailor, Hey, man, can I have a lighter? Uh, so the other sailor says, sure. So he grabs the pack of cigarettes, takes one out, throws it overboard, and now the whole boat was one cigarette lighter. Uh. <laughs> huh? That was pretty good. That was better than your to whom joke. <laughs> my to whom <laughs> jokes, my, that's, the, that's literally the best one. Oh my god. I won't lie, that has hurt my head a lot. Okay. I just think about that one. I should give, I should give joke credits to uh, the bartender at uh, Sticks and Stones in Saskatoon for the to whom joke. I, I don't know his name, but there you go. Shout out to shout out to bartender at Sticks and Stones. Yeah, he told me that one, so I'm forever you're, indebted. You're the reason for that I live in a state of depression and fear. Room. Yeah. So, um. To explain to the viewers, it has been uh, a little while since we recorded. Uh, there were some issues that uh, we, you know, we were going through. Um, not not us, but in our lives, personally. Um, so we took a couple weeks off, and I think we're ready to give you some more content. Um, 
So how you been, Brody? Much better now. Yes? Yeah, now that all that's dealt with, we're good. Good. Um, yeah. yeah, so I talked to Brody a little while ago, and he is moving in with a buddy. Not me, but a different guy who um, has an apartment, I think. And we might be moving to a live streaming setup soon. Very possibly. Very possibly. There you go. That's that's like almost like a, what, 70, 75% chance? I'd say 77. Okay, there we go. 77% chance we will be moving to a uh, live streaming service. Uh, I was thinking Mixer, because Twitch is kind of hard to get up and get a good following on now. Um, but we will keep you all informed about that um, in the near future. So other than being a garbage Jesus, what have you been up to, Kyle? Well, uh, I have been studying in school and uh, neglecting my health in all of its forms. Um, but also I've been volunteering for this uh, nonprofit organization called Future Majority. And uh, basically, we're just out here trying to encourage young people such as ourselves and probably our listeners. I don't think there's many boomers in our audience um, to go out and vote this election. So uh, I don't know. Should we segue into that topic now? Am I, am I jumping the gun? Well, let me just preface that if you don't read the title and you don't read any of our social media posts, this is going to be a political heavy episode. So if you don't like politics or you get fuck easily off. offended by politics, go fuck yourselves and go listen Everybody to a different podcast. Um, so, yeah, Kyle, you explain what we're talking about today because you kind of came up with the idea for the episode and you kind of sparked this whole idea. All right. Well, I mean, basically... Uh... I guess if we have any listeners outside of Canada, what we're talking about is, (laughs) yes, first of all, I would preface my statement with that, but we, uh, we're having a federal election, uh, uh, tomorrow, and we are just going to be talking about our general opinions about that topic. Um, so, uh, if you don't know anything about politics in Canada, um, use Google. (laughs) hey hey we can explain it there's there's like there's a handful of parties that actually matter in canada um the green party uh, the christian heritage party being number one um but then uh okay for real though the the conservative party the liberal party uh the new democratic party the green party and the people's party are basically the five dudes who are uh, don't forget dave yeah, and the Dave party. Fucking Dave. Don't be a Dave. I mean, do be a Dave, but... The fuck Dave party? That, isn't that just the block that, to, actually, block that, that, to the that is That is how you have a balanced uh, political system, when you have the Dave party and the fuck Dave party. You kind of <laughs> need both. Yeah, so we have the sheer party and the fuck Perfectly sheer party. balanced, as all things should be. Oh, God. You just... Anyways... Um, I don't know where you want to start here. If you want to kind of go over what they're all kind of quote unquote. Oh yeah. All right. Well, 
conservatives, they're conservative, you know, whole deal. They uh, thank you for that. They Lovely. like they like uh, big mo- big dollar bill money, uh, dollar five dollar bill. Um, uh, liberals, they say that they're uh, actually. I shouldn't be biased on this. Okay, the liberals, the liberals, they're the liberal party. You know, they like uh, they have a very handsome man at their head, Mr. Justin Trudeau. Um, he our lovely sometimes involves himself with blackface. Yeah, he uh, he actually, you know, he actually did that three separate times. Yeah, I know. They, they determined like he is like, like literally like he has a pr- serious problem with it. Like, and he yeah, was thirty you, years old when it happened. Okay, but I'm going off on a tangent. Liberal Party, they kind of stand for a few like you know left leaning issues like. You know, uh, like LGBTQ uh, rights, uh, the environment, things like that. But also, not ve- they're not the most left-wing. Um, so then we got the New Democratic Party. The New Democratic Party's like, all the way to the left, there are Socialist Party. Um, and then you got the... Uh, you got the Green Party. They all about the environment. Yeah, then but does anyone really care party. about them? Uh, you know, they've actually ri- risen in the polls quite a bit. Um, there was a while when they were really competing with the NDP, but now the NDP is kind of pulled back ahead of them, uh, from what I know, anyway. Uh, but then there's the People's Party, which is basically just like the like Maxime Bernier pouting party because he didn't get to be the leader of the Conservative Party. So pretty much, if you don't, of, if you don't want to vote off. for either four or the other ones, that's just your only other option. Yeah, or the yeah, Christian whatever like, party that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, if you want to be, if you want to be a part of like, like one of forty thousand people across Canada that actually vote for that party, you feel free to. But uh, you know, it's a, a vote for the Christian Heritage Party. A wonderful way to throw away your vote. <laughs> I don't think I'm th- being that divisive by shitting on the Christian Heritage Party, though, because I don't think anyone even knows about them. Uh, I, I think they're fair game. It's like furries. You can shit on them all you want. No one yeah, really exactly. cares. Some places that's legal. They might Shitting even like them. it. I mean, they're in the <laughs> stack. <laughs> yeah, well, literally shitting, probably not, but... Um... <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so that's a little brief overview of all the parties. Um, Right now, we're kind of looking at either a liberal or conservative government. Uh, probably a minority from the looks of it. Um, yeah. How do either of you feel about those two parties? All right. I Actually, de- I'll, let, I'll let you speak, Brody, because I just kind of took the floor there for a bit. Okay. I am definitely leaning conservative for this election. I, I am. Um... I really don't want Trudeau to get back in there. That's for damn sure. I I don't know. If that's that's all I got. That's what are some things you want? <laughs> what are some things you want to see like after the election? What are some things you're hoping for, like policy wise and whatnot? I don't know. I just want like Alberta to be dependent with their oil. I don't want us to keep outsourcing our oil needs. Like Alberta is very dependent on like the oh, oil and exactly. gas, and I want it to yeah. just be us. I don't like we used to buy like I don't know if it's true or not like oil from like Saudi Arabia and all those other places and bring it here 
mm-hmm. and just get raped on the price for it, even though we could like make it, refine it, and like build it ourselves. All right, I I will challenge that because. As far as I know, the only place that actually imports oil from Saudi Arabia is uh, Eastern Canada, because it just doesn't really make much sense for us to transport oil all the way from there. Uh, most of our oil imports, from what I know, States. like, yeah, are from the United States, because, like, we don't, we don't refine our own oil in Western Canada. So, yeah, the United States is, like, our closest, cheapest marketplace for it. BC, I don't know. Maybe they get some from Saudi. Maybe they get some from like Venezuela or something. I I have no fucking idea. So, but even I, then, I, I think Brody's main point there was like we should stop exporting in general because we have the oil, we have the technology to refine it and to produce it here, and we can sell it at a decent price without paying for import charges. Especially with Trump putting all these sanctions and shit on Canada because he's throwing a hissy fit. Right. Pretty much, yeah. What about what about climate change though? What do you think of that oh, as a Oh, that's a whole other topic. Whew. Um, we've talked about it in the past a little bit. Yeah. That's true, but we could probably briefly mention it because it is probably mm-hmm. the most like important political. Well, it topic is a big ballot ballot box discussion. So, yeah. what do you think about I mean, it? That's really so, that's really the reason that made me vote for mm-hmm. the most part. I mean, I mean. Also, I would vote no matter what. I should say because us young people should vote in uh, higher percentages than we are. Uh, hashtag future majority. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, damn. What was I saying? Okay. Uh, keep just. What change. are you? What are you continue? Oh yeah, climate change. <laughs> what was I going to say about climate change? I don't know. <laughs> uh. Uh, you guys, what's what's your opinion on it for the election? Because we do have some policies on it. So, like, carbon tax, you think we should just leave that in the dirt? Uh, single-use plastic ban? These are all things that are kind of on the plate for the election. What, what do you guys think about them? Go ahead, Brandon. I think that this whole plastic ban thing, it took off at such a speed that once again, is another thing that we didn't really think through. Um, And the whole climate change in general, everyone wants to change it right now, and they don't have a solution to do so. Um, I don't know if either of you, I'm sure you have, Kyle, I don't know if you've been keeping up with the news, Brody, but uh, that young girl, Greta Thunberg. Oh, Oh, yeah, she just announced it. So she... Was she shot yet? No, not yet, but... Okay. Oh, jeez. We're close. Uh, But... What she was doing at the start, when she first came into being, I thought it was a good thing. I thought it was a good thing that she's being active about the environment and how it is, you know, it's starting to become detrimental to society. But as her little campaign has gone on, she is pretty much just a figurehead because she can't explain any complicated questioning on logistics on how it works but let me finish quickly um so she can't answer those questions she's also um i just lost my train of thought spoiled brat i would put it that way well she she has these big issues but she doesn't realize that we can't go from fossil fuels to renewable energy in a year in 10 years in like 50 years it'll take integration in order to just go into 
alternate sources of fuel. And we run off of oil and gas for a reason because that's what works. And yes, other things can work, but it's not at such a functioning level of oil and gas. So even with like banning single-use plastics, we don't have a good solution for that yet, a, a right solution for that that is going to be effective. So in my opinion, yes, climate change is important, but we can't just expect it to change that quickly. All right. Uh, well, okay. So to be fair to Greta Thunberg, she is just a 16-year-old girl. And like the like her whole thing from the beginning, she was like where she started, wasn't it? She, she was uh, protesting on her own in front of the like Swedish parliament building or something like that. Uh, and she was just kind of, she was doing that on her own, like just kind of defying <laughs> um, her government on her oh, own. Man. It was kind of a brave, kind of cool little thing. Like she, that's like, she's a real, uh, she's a real badass motherfucker for doing that. I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so like, I think, I think that was cool. Um, and the fact that she kind of got picked up and kind of, uh, thrown into this global movement that's now kind of out of her own hands, but she now kind of sits at the top as a symbol of it. Like, you know, I I don't know. I like to be fair to her when people are like questioning her about all the specifics about climate change. I I don't think it's fair to like hold her or like you know hold her up as like the expert that we should uh, that should know all this stuff. Like <clears throat> like she's just someone who's very upset about it and like you know wants to protest it and. Like, I don't think she ever claimed that she, like, was an expert about what climate change is. All she wants us to do is pay attention to what actual experts have to say. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't I, think it's fair to... I understand to that, like, and I'm not totally bashing her for, you know, not knowing this shit. But at the same time, do you think, like, perhaps she should not just be doing this alone? Maybe she should be having some experts who know the shit, who know like these deep questions that people are asking, mm -hmm. maybe she should have, you know, like a partner in that who knows these things. Cause she is kind of just the figurehead have, have, of this. Have and... them up, up on stage. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was, I was at the climate strike in Saskatoon and I'm pretty much 100% behind the, the movement that she's, uh, she's in. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's it is literally a global movement, so like there's gonna be tons of like there's a lot of intricacy of like you know shittiness and maybe like bad choices and you know whatnot from the protesters here and there. Like I don't know if you guys saw that one video of them like blocking a road, and this one like male nurse or something comes in and just starts like I don't know, ripping up one of their flags and like just yardies this woman's phone like across the street because they were like blocking traffic and he was like frustrated with them. <laughs> and like that's not cool to block traffic, but no. I don't know. I'm kind of going off point, but like I'm I'm uh I'm for the I'm for the climate strikes. I like Greta Thunberg. I think I think a lot of the criticism that goes towards her is pretty unfair. Honestly, I think that a lot of it's because she's a child. People yeah. don't understand that she is just a child. What do you think, Brody? I know you mentioned she was a brat, but uh, what do you think? 
Well, I've seen arguments like we've said for and against her. Um, yeah, I think it's good that someone's finally taking this big of a step towards the right direction. But wow. then again, Brandon has a point that she should have more backing behind it. I guess more, I get not, I guess facts, but um, more people with like experience. I guess I don't, I don't really know. I mean, she's got her touring people with her, but at the same time, no one's there to help when she runs into these difficult questions. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, is she needs more, I guess, I wouldn't say experts, but, well, more qualified people. Yeah. I mean, like we were saying, yeah, she's yeah. only 16. And that's a lot of the reason that that bothers me, is she is a 16-year-old girl, and, like, all these... When she came to Alberta, I knew it was not going to end well, because everyone's so pro-oil and gas here, and... Yeah, I was honestly pretty worried for her, like... Yeah, well, I'm sure she's security and stuff, but... So, like, and then, like, most of the arguments coming out of Alberta about regarding her is that she's just a child. Well, yeah, she's just a child, but it's our generation and the generation after us that is going to start impacting on, like, real change that needs to happen, not just the environment. Yeah, I don't know. I was was pretty worried about, like, Greta coming into Alberta Alberta, because, like... I have tons of Facebook friends who are just posting posting about it like crazy, and like, I would I wouldn't have been surprised if just some angry rednecks just like assaulted her or something. Cause like all the discourse her. surrounding her in Alberta was basically just like, yo, if she steps foot in Edmonton, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking drive my Chevy F one fifty or whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna... <laughs> All right, let's let's. Uh, that was a good discussion on environment. Let's move on, rednecks. Um, if you are a redneck, if you are redneck, I don't advise driving a Chevy F one fifty to uh, to Greta. If you, but, actually, um, if you actually own a Chevy F one fifty, DM me because I don't think that's a vehicle that really exists. No, that does not exist. I'm fairly certain. It's no, a, it's a high. It's <clears> it's a genetically engineered hybrid. Between a Chevy and a Ford F one fifty. But anyway, moving on. Uh, one thing that I kind of wanted to talk about is how do you two feel about personal taxes and corporate taxes? Because I know that there are there's word of um, corporate taxes being lowered um, in Alberta specifically. <clears throat> um. Higher corporate taxes. That, that's what I think. What do you feel about corporate taxes, Brody? Um, I honestly can't say I looked that in-depth into it. Well, I know... I neither neither do I, but I'm just going to say higher, because, like, mm. you know, they, they probably got lots to go around. Why lower them? Well, I know the conservatives, I'm pretty sure they want to tax... Um, tax them higher and then the liberals and NDP I think are looking to give them a bit of a tax break in comparison really for corporate taxes or I believe so I'm pretty sure the NDP is gonna would if anything raise them I mean like have you seen Jagmeet Singh's TikToks they're all about (laughs) taxing the rich that's that's where I get my political information, by the way. Just uh, TikTok. It's the most oh 
It's probably the best best site to get uh, unbiased. Wait, you're telling me he's um, on TikTok? Good. Oh God. Yeah, Jagmeet Singh has a tick has a few TikToks. <laughs> oh dear Lord. Um, but I'll tell you, they're actually pretty good. They're not oh, no, bad. I guess it as says far that, as TikTok goes. Um, this article I'm looking at says that the conservatives would tax large tech companies that host social media platforms, search engines, or online marketplaces. The levy would apply to companies that have worldwide revenues over one billion, um, and revenues in Canada over fifty million with three percent tax on revenues. So. I guess they are looking to tax them. I do think that the rich need to be taxed more, and they actually need to... Because I know a lot of politicians have made promises to lower middle costs and lower tax taxes, but it just doesn't seem to be actually happening. Yeah, I know. And you know, the th- something that always frustrates me when when people discuss these things is when I when I hear pe- when I hear people who are like you know in the exact same financial situation as like you know. You, you, and me, and and uh, everyone else in our generation who, you know, just works for a living and like isn't rich. All these people, like you, always hear so many people still defending like lower tax rates for the rich and whatnot. And like, mm-hmm. like it's it's. I think it all just stems back to a to a really dumb kind of thing that a lot of us a, a preconceived notion that we all have, where like. You know, when we hear about uh, taxing the rich, we always put we always put ourselves in the rich person's shoes when we're thinking of it, and we're like, "Hmm, if I was ever rich, I wouldn't want to get taxed that much." <laughs> um, so we so we side with them because we think like at some point there's some possibility that we'll be in their shoes, but in reality, none of us are going to be fucking like millionaires or billionaires. Like it'll only benefit it'll only benefit us <laughs> to tax them more, because like frankly, I don't give a fuck about their rich fuck lifestyles. I'm never gonna own a private jet. I mean, like, Brody and I are planning to become billionaires. All right. Well, when our when this podcast really takes off, it'll be a different story. But uh, you know, I I I just have very little sympathy for uh, you know living a lifestyle that's so like opulent and extravagant that like you can literally fly anywhere you want or like go on these ridiculously expensive vacations or own private jets like if you can do any of those things you should be paying like 90 percent of your income into taxes that that's what i think because like well i have another question then because i just remembered this video and it was on taxes as well and on some of the uh european countries like norway and Sweden specifically, on they're actually quite happy on paying like I think it's around fifty percent of their income yeah. to taxes because I would their, I would too because taxes, it comes back in good public services. Yes, yeah, it actually goes into stuff that they want to pay for. Like if I would have no problem paying high taxes if I mean obviously I don't pay much now because I don't work a hell of a lot because I'm in school. But like I wouldn't have a problem with taxes going towards actual programs. And, and like it actually going into that and not just being, oh yeah, guys, we'll increase, you know, public services and childcare and healthcare, and then they just spend it on fucking stupid shit. Yeah. But like in Sweden, they actually like spend it paying, on stuff. It's not like we're paying taxes for like King Trudeau to eat like a giant turkey leg every day and like live in a castle, you know? Like we're paying taxes. 
that get like uh you know that, that bacon. are given back to us through public services mm-hmm. like our tax money goes to good things <laughs> yeah and i i'm like happy with the amount of pa- taxes that i pay <laughs> And often they go, like, programs that are funded by taxes are, like, cheaper than, like, private programs that are, you know, that we pay for, that are still living expenses for us, even if they're not taxes, um, like insurance, like other insurance programs and whatnot like that. Um, I don't know too much about, like, our pharmacare system, even though I do get, med- like, medication through it. Um, I mean, I'm insured through my university, so I don't have to pay a whole heck of a lot for medication, but Mm. like, you know, still like (sighs) my point's a little muddled here, but like, like, no matter what we're going to be, we're going to be paying expenses for things like insurance and whatnot anyway. So like, whether we pay it as a tax or as like a private, like uh, or as a private company's like fee, like what does it matter as long as we're getting the service? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Actually, you brought up like kind of our health system, and I know this doesn't affect you too much because it's more of an Alberta thing. So I'm going to pose a question mm-hmm. to Brody. How do you feel about Jason Kenny talking about moving to a, a dual private and public healthcare? I know we've covered this in the past, I believe, yeah. um, and I'm still kind of the same on it. Um, I think it would have definitely have its benefits, and it would definitely have its um, cons as well. What, really what de- benefits do you think it would have? It kind of boils down to our economy as well, though, because if you really need, let's see, that's it's, it comes down to morals, I think, as well, because if you really need something and you can pay for it, then yeah, you can move to the front of the line, but... If you can't afford it, um, then I guess you're kind of stuck, and that's the bad part about it. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't be able to jump the queue. There is, in Saskatchewan, there is kind of a decent system uh, to kind of uh, find a middle ground for it. So, like, if you are, like, when you pay for, I think it's a CAT scan, um, like, you are also paying for another person to get it for free. So, like, it basically is like, you know, the wealthy people who can jump the line also have to pay for a less fortunate person who didn't have that opportunity by their wealth. Um, so I think that is kind of a decent, like, workaround for it. <sighs> um, but yeah, sorry, I've been talking a lot this episode. Uh, you, uh, continue, Brody. Well, no, you kind of finished my point there, that it that would actually be really cool. Like Like you said, that if, like, a rich person can afford it, they pay for like another person. That would be a good way to kind of implement that. Yeah. It would definitely help. I don't know, not really bring the classes up, but it kind of help everyone in the long run, I guess. Well, it would create an even playing field for everyone to be able to yeah. get access. And that's I, that's what we would need. And I definitely think it would depend because with like dual private and public, you'd have to have like different sectors for that so you'd have to have like a private sector for the people who can actually afford it and then you'd have to have the public for people who can't afford it but will wait for it so and then there comes the whole issue with supply and demand and stuff because i know people in the states they can't afford insulin for diabetes so they're coming up to canada 
and they're buying it at a cheaper rate and they're exporting it back down. Um, there was actually a video I watched where people were in the States were um, rationing out their insulin. Oh my God. They didn't have enough and this was something they needed to live. And they're rationing it out yeah. and they died within a few months because obviously it wasn't enough insulin to, you know, keep them alive. That's pretty yeah. terrible. So I obviously like we don't want to move to a fully private system because most of yeah, the states yeah. is private. So people who can't afford it, like we don't want to move to that scenario where, where our own citizens are rationing out their medications. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. That's cause that's, that's not the case. That's not just the case of like having a bad private system. That's just the results of having a private system in healthcare in general. Because the thing is, is that like, like if you have a system that is um, basically designed to uh, first and foremost be profitable and to make profits, then pretty much everything else is uh, sidelined in the name of profits. Like, like the in, insulin's a good example. Like, if it wasn't, if it wasn't being done. Um, like if if they were ju- if insulin was just being produced and distributed and the cost of it was basically just to cover production um like it w- it's obviously going to be a lot cheaper but since um with a private industry you have to profit from it they naturally have to mark up the prices because they need to make a little bit more off of it than it costs to produce it you know mhm so it's just inherently going to be a more expensive system for the people who are participating in it than, uh, you know, a public system where, like, the main goal is just to provide a service to the public and not to profit from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it all depends how it's implemented. I mean, I, I think it could be good, but if it's done incorrectly, it'll just explode pretty much. So. Yeah. Moving on. Um I have a few a few um on the website I posted in the Discord there's like a few subheadings for different issues. Uh Brody Brandon how do you feel about cannabis? <laughs> it's a, it's a great thing. Well, not only for the people that smoke it but also for like the economy. Yeah, there's massive, massive profits in the cannabis industry. Um, soon with edibles being legal, um, not sure exactly when it'll be another seventeenth. Okay, I thought it was recently. Um, anyways, um, that's a huge margin of profit for the government. I guess I don't know what my does go in there. Um, yeah, but there's a lot of money to be made off that, and there's a lot of money being made off of that. Because now that edibles are legal, that's another just big margin of profit. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at here in the hat. They're building that massive Aurora plant. So they took a bunch of money and reintegrated it here just to make more money, which I mean is good because that's going to bring a lot of money to our city as well. Not only just yeah, to, like, like it's a, a cash cow that we finally like are able to harness and keep out of the money of, or keep out of the pockets of just like criminals, basically. 
But then again, uh, actually, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, there's, it's nothing but a good thing to have legal marijuana. Like, like what have have there been any bad bad side effects of it? Like it's just been a real positive year of having it, you know. It really has. When people used to buy it on the streets, like yeah, there wasn't probably too many cases of people dying. But as we're getting more and more into like, you know, amphetamines, uh, fentanyl, uh, car fentanyl, like stuff is getting laced on the street, and people who you know, might think that it's just marijuana they're buying. They could have be like a little bit of fentanyl in there and like it's enough to kill you. So yeah. it is definitely more dangerous to buy on the street. So buying it through public sources is good. And maybe they'll actually use the, the money made from the cannabis sales on, into social services like they keep saying. So I, I think it's a good thing for sure. Yeah, it definitely can bring a lot more good it, as the time goes on. So that's how we get Brody to talk. We'll just talk about cannabis. There we go. Talk about pot. <laughs> um, I, I did notice that uh, edibles won't be on shelves in store anyways until January? Uh, mid-December right now, but it might be pushed back depending. Uh, I don't know how that affects online sales, whether you can buy them online or not. Yeah, or you can. I looked it like, up. I, I don't. I never even <laughs> noticed like whether edibles were like legal or not because it's they're, they're still just as easy to get your hands on. Like whether I can just buy them straight from the store or not really did, doesn't matter. <laughs> like you can just make your own or just like. Well, that's the thing. They, there was no there was no laws against making your own. You could buy dried cannabis or. But I guess that goes for extracts. cannabis in general already. Like it was already. I want your guys' opinion on. Um, in grocery stores, do you think that there, well, I don't know if you do it in grocery stores, but do you think there would be not just as edibles, but do you think like selling cannabis butter and like do it yourself kits for edibles? That would probably be another profit margin they could capitalize. Yeah, as... like Betty Betty Crocker edibles kits and stuff. <laughs> That'd be fucking sick. <laughs> I honestly would love to see It's going to be a lot of like Kit Kat, Coffee Crisp, like things like that, that are like sold in pot shops, like you know, just generic chocolate bars and stuff like that that you can just buy as an edible or something. See, I think most of the edibles. What um, about like, what about like Valentine's Day chocolate arrangements that are just edibles? That would be so sweet. <laughs> That's a whole different kind of Valentine's Day. No shit. Wouldn't that be such a nice gift though? It would be kind of cool. Brody, I've got your Valentine's Day gift lined up. But anyone else hear that? Yeah, it's still Kyle's feedback. Have like a whip it in there and you just like, right? Like you know, when you're on the flowers, you just like, <laughs> you have a good whip it. Uh, you know what I mean? Nitrous I've got, oxide. I've got, I've got Brody's uh, Valentine's Day gift lined up now, so thank Perfect. you. Good. <laughs> um,. Yeah, I, I just wanted to bring that up quickly because I think it's just a good thing and I hope that with um with different parties they're not gonna try and, you know, put a bottleneck in that type of thing because it is like an innovation. We're finally moving past the stigma that it can't be used for anything except for, you know, yeah. stoners. You know, I feel I, I get the sneaking suspicion that if Andrew Shear gets in, he won't he won't go back on what legislation has already existed for legalized m- marijuana, but He'll still like 
he'd probably still like make it hard to make even more progress with it, you know? Mm. Like well, I did I I haven't seen anything officially from the Conservative Party, but I know Sheer said something about like not promoting it as much as Trudeau has. Yeah. Also, you know, I bet he's going to like just cut programs for like safe injection sites and things like that. Well, I'm pretty sure I he's mean, very that, anti. That does kind of boil down to the provincial uh and city level of administration, but Yeah. I don't know. Well, boys, we're at like 42 minutes. Um damn. Oh, hey, I want to okay. So this podcast probably I'm guessing you're not gonna have it out till after the election's over already, hey? Correct. Friday. Right. So um let's all let's all horribly embarrass ourselves and all say our um election predictions, okay? So we're gonna guess what who's gonna win and like whether they're gonna be a minority or a majority government. So then when uh, it's released, we'll see what utter fools we are. Um, with Actually, our before we go into that, um, can we talk about, like, the possibility of, like, the NDP liberal coalition bullshit? Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Oh, man, I was, I was going to I was gonna surprise you guys with my prediction on that. But anyways, uh, continue. <laughs> okay, do you want to touch on that, Brian? You might know a little bit more than I do, honestly. Uh, from what I've heard... Uh... The NDP leader, Jagmeet Singh, has uh, openly said that he will do anything to make sure that Shear doesn't get in, and that includes forming a coalition or a, I guess, co-government with uh, with the Liberals to keep Trudeau in in the big boy seat while Shear sits and cries in a corner. Um, and I believe Teresa, Teresa, no, that's the wrong May. Uh, Elizabeth May has also stated that <laughs> she would love to form a coalition as well, just to keep Sheer out of power. I, I would honestly, that is what I'm hoping for. That that is what I hope happens. I hope the, because like I think the worst possible outcome of this election is a liberal minority government. Because then we're just going to be swung into another cycle of elections very quickly. But if it's a conservative minority government, then we'll just get a liberal NDP uh, coalition. So that'll be another stable four years of that. And like the last time we had an NDP liberal coalition was in the 1960s. And that's when we got universal health care and a whole bunch of other really successful programs that stick around today so i'm honestly i think that's the best outcome for this election and that's actually what i'm predicting is going to happen so uh fingers crossed for that liberal ndp coalition possibly the green party too that's my that's my prediction see i'm the complete opposite i want sheer to win well i mean i want him to win too just but that's specifically so that the ndp liberal coalition So we're oh. on the same page. We're on the same page then, okay. You're on the same page, just opposite reasons why. <laughs> yes. So, what about one's, one's pretty pro, one's pretty against. So Kyle wants wants Cher to win just so the NDP and Liberals actually win. And Brody just wants Cher to win. Um, I haven't really given my stance on my political affiliation yet. Um, I know Brody hates Trudeau, and that's the main reason he doesn't want to vote for either of them. And you're probably more um, 
pro like conservative because they want to help oil and gas. Um, but I don't know. I have a little bit of a mixed opinion. That feedback is driving me insane. Right. I actually, I actually know what's why it's happening now. I'm holding, I'm holding my phone up close to a wall, and the wall is echoing the sound back into the microphone. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Anyways, I, I, I have a bit of a mixed opinion. I don't like politics in general, and I don't think any, any of the leaders are really. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't trust Sheer at all. Um, I think he's shady and he's going to fucking destroy some social programs we have. Um, and I don't like Trudeau just because of everything he's done. He's a two-faced bastard who um, lies and commits ethical, like, pretty much breaks ethical laws. And I just don't trust him at all. Um, so that leaves the NDP for me. And the only reason I would vote for them is because... Of social programs and because of what I'm going into I'm going into social work so they'd actually provide money into the social work field um, one of the organizations that came to talk to us at the college actually said that they might have to like rethink their plan because if the conservatives get in they're not going to get as much funding um, as yeah if and that's that's the same with, that's the same with me because like I want to like get into speech language pathology, and that's all yeah. tied in with the Canadian healthcare industry. So, like uh, funding for that, I mean, it relies on, I mean, <laughs> someone giving it to us. So I don't know. I I would be slightly concerned about funding getting cut for that as well. So, so I I don't know, and especially with this coalition, like it puts me in a hard spot because I wanted the NDP to win. I didn't want Trudeau to be back in. But I'd also don't want Sheer to get in. But if I vote NDP, I'm pretty much voting Liberal because if it does happen to be a conservative minority and they But like still the NDP's gonna get have a little bit more sway. So it'll be yeah. like you know, like we'll still get like the same basic sandwich that we've had for the past four years, but we'll get a nice like new sauce that makes it taste way better. You know, hungry, like it's like Kyle. it's like uh, you know a junior chicken without the Stop chicken the chicken mayo on. Like it's just like like the liberals are just the junior chicken mean. if they didn't put any mayo. It would it would fucking suck. Like the mayo makes the junior chicken. The NDP is the spicy mayo for the junior you, chicken. You lost That's me with I this mean. food analogy. Yeah, well, I, I got lost. That no but, one makes sense because the the, the NDP is mayo and the ch junior chicken is kind of shitty if you don't have sauce on it because it's just dry, and you really realize just how low quality it is. But with the mayo, it's like just juicy, delicious. Like you're, it's two dollars, and you're like, this is the most delicious thing I've ever eaten. And the um, People's Party is the piece of mold on the bread. Yeah, the People's Party is like somewhat is like the. Uh, turd that someone took in the McDonald's bathroom, but they like shit in the tank above the toilet. That's what the People's Party is. They're an upper oh, deck. They're the upper is, decker. This is unbiased and uh, totally one leveled. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I'll probably vote NDP. Brody will vote Conservative, and Kyle will vote NDP. I assume. But um, I yeah, I, think... I already did in advance polling. Oh, Proud there you of go. it. There you Crazy go. Bitch. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I think there's a problem. Well, there is a problem with our our government system because 
we have a majority, and then that party can pretty much do whatever they well, within reason, they have a lot more sway to do what they want. Um, and then with the minority, we're kind of just stuck in that loop of um, the government wants to do something, and then they're, they're like immediately opposed. So yeah. I, I think there's well, benefits you know and that's, consequences that's for each side. A, that's another thing that a coalition government might bring us is a better, more representative voting system as well. Uh, we might be able to like drop first past the post voting. Uh, mm. And what what that is, is basically like, that's the form of voting that we have currently where it's like mm-hmm. whoever majority like just wins. But if you have a different system where you, um, you know, allow people to not just choose one person to vote for, but rather they just rank who they'd ra- who they mm-hmm. would like, like having in power. Like you basically give like a top six list of who you would prefer and then the voting systems formed like that, then you have, like, basically, like, people will... You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, how that works? Like, it's more like a ranked voting system versus you just choosing one person and that's your vote, you know? Well, that's the thing. Like, we're we're more than a two-party system. Like, the states has Republicans and Democrats, but we have, like, several different parties, and... It shouldn't just yeah. come down to, oh, I like this guy better, or I like this guy better. It should be about more than just, like, two people, you know? Yeah, because then, you, well, then you would just, you know, you'd say your first choice, your second choice, and your third choice. And uh, that way they could, like, choose, like, which candidate, pe- like, everyone's generally fine with being in power. Um, and I don't know, that would just be more representative, and then you don't have people um, basically voting for a party that they don't even like because they, they're they worried that if they don't vote for that party, the party that they hate even more will get in, you know? Yeah. But yeah. All right. Uh, it's been about 50 minutes, so <laughs> she's a lengthy one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brody, any last, any last words about politics? Um. That was my word. All right. That, that very insightful. Kyle? Wait, you guys didn't say your predictions, though. Yeah, we did. No, Brody, Brody thinks Shear's going to win. In okay. Oh, yeah, I guess. So. I thought and that was then, just your preferred thing. And then uh, I'm voting NDP, but I think it'll be a coalition, so. Okay. All right, we're all pretty unanimous on it, then. Almost. <laughs> Well, Bro- right. Brody's opposite from us, but it, if Cheer wins, then it's probably going to be a coalition. So, Yeah. All right. Nice. Uh, anything else to say, Kyle? I think, I think I'm good. I think I've spoken my uh, right. spoken my book. So, from all of us at the B&B Plus K, um, I should just change the podcast to that from now on. Um, <laughs> Go vote. Most importantly, uh, your vote matters, and uh, hopefully, we don't all get dry fucked by one party or the other. Um, I don't. Know, I guess just vote what you believe in, and don't let others dissuade you. Otherwise, like just get all the facts as much as you can. Um, and just vote who you think will do the best for Canada. God bless maple syrup and hockey, and good night.
Exactly. Um, Good night, everybody. <laughs> but but actually, uh, Brody will tell you where to find us on uh, social media. All right. Um, we're trying to be more active on Facebook, Instagram, and I think Twitter. Yeah, you say that every podcast, but I still don't. Yeah, we should just yeah, scrap Twitter. Twitter's not important anymore. <laughs> I just don't go on any of them. <laughs> Anyways. I'm trying. We're trying. We're trying. Um, other than those three, we have Snapchat. Uh, you can... I never use. Don't forget our TikTok account. <laughs> God. Kyle, not yet. But yes, other than that, if you want something new to listen to us on, uh, we have... On Spotify, uh, Apple Music. Um, what do we get listened to on most? Does it tell you, Brandon? Uh, Spotify, I believe. That would make sense. Okay. Um, we got that. You can listen directly from the website, Podbean. Podbean.com. Just search up the BNB podcast. Yeah. And then also, um, me and Brandon are in the works of very possibly making a live stream. Why did I say that weird? A live dream? <laughs> Tune in tonight for our live dream. We're all going to be, uh, we're all going to hook our brains up Inception style to each other and we're going to share a dream together and uh, we're going to, we're going to stream the dream on uh, Twitch. It'll be, it'll be no, a groundbreaking um, experience that the, the uh the likes of which um the civilized world has as yet to have seen are you done so please tune in tonight yes <laughs> <laughs> it'll be um no we're going to be moving to mixer probably shortly um depending how things go and yeah we're sitting at 350 listeners so hopefully we get to you know 450 by the end of the year um we're gonna try and consistently upload for the rest of the year hopefully nothing else comes up Yes, have we gotten any fan mail? <laughs> I don't have a P.O. box, no cop. Alright, send your uh, fan mail to... Actually, I'm not going to include my address. So never mind. <laughs> probably cut, cut that out. I mean, you already doxed yourself in the first episode you, ca- you came on because you said your first and last name. Shit, I'm a... Uh, and you said you live in Saskatoon and which bar you go to. Yeah, you're really screwed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I think I shared my Snapchat too, so they'll be able to yeah. find me on Snap Maps. So oh, yeah. I'm fine. By the way, my Snapchat is uh, Kyle underscore Kaz one six nine one one. Add me on Snapchat. Um, yeah, and there stalk you go. Him and please and don't you can see me on Snap Maps. Please come visit me at my house. Um, my bedroom is the uh, nor- uh, on the northern side of the house, so just go into my backyard and you can peer through the windows at me at night. Uh, we don't lock our gates, so you can just come in. Uh, yeah, go for it. Okay, um, that marks the end of an episode. We all enjoyed what- watching. That's definitely not what you're doing. We hope you enjoyed listening. Maybe you'll be watching when we start live streaming. There we go. Um, well... I mean, I hope somebody will be like watching me through my window after after they have have. Uh, All right, um, we wrap this up. That, that would be preferable. Next episode, uh, episode forty, big one. Uh, we hope to see you all there, and we hope you had a good time. And we'll see you next time. Bye.
Bye. Good night, everybody. Bye.